Bam, we are live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pastrami Nation podcast. We are the meat of pop culture. My name is Nolan. I'm the editor and co-founder of Pastrami Nation, and I have two awesome guys with me today. I'm going to go in the order I see on the screen. I think we're just settled on, like, Godfather of Toys is what we're going yeah. for. Yeah. Christian, welcome. I'm still uncomfortable with that, but what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, we could call you the Toddfather of Toys. Um, be a little weird. I'll stay. I'll stay with the Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> That's our. And then we have, and we have our entertainment editor. We have Mr. Kevin Hoskinson. What's up, guys? So we got a lot to talk about because a lot has been going on all across pop culture land ever yeah. since San Diego Comic Con. I felt like. <laughs> Things have just been going and going and going. So before we get started, let me just go ahead and jump on Facebook and make sure we are shared and ready to go. That's how Hello, I Rebecca. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Rebecca. What's up, Rebecca? Let's see. And so today, first off, we are going to announce the winner of our July prize pack giveaway. Theme was Marvel. So somebody will, will be winning a prize pack filled with Marvel goodies. And we're about to draw that in just a few moments. Arturo, what's up, dude? Yeah. Arturo! Good to see you, man. All right, let me just share this right there. Boom, there we go. Let me jump to my prize wheel because we always have the prize wheel. Thank you for, to Jason because the prize wheel was his idea. And it's just the was amazing. So I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So let me show everybody. We've got our prize wheel right there, spanning from Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and TikTok. So we have people from all over social media that entered. Let's go ahead nice. and give it a spin. There we go. Debu Kun. Terry Yori. Congratulations, Congrats. you. Congrats. <laughs> and you're, that is from Instagram. So thank you for tagging somebody on Instagram. We really do appreciate it. We'll be tagging you and finding out your address so we can send you your info. Pablo, what's up? Pablo, oh, what's up, man? So congrats on that. We'll be having an August giveaway announced really soon. So be on the lookout for that. And I just want to draw some attention to a post that is up right now on pastramination.com and across social media, we're launching a fan casting call because I don't know how many of you grew up off a of wizard, uh, you know, the comics magazine. They used to have this column where they would fan cast movies. And I grew up reading that. I loved it. It was so cool. Like Elton John is Dr. Octopus and stuff like that. <laughs> it was just so cool. So we thought, let's do it. And let's do it for a movie we know is happening and we know the cast is probably already solidified. We just don't know it yet. We are doing a fan casting for the Fantastic Four. Yeah. So head over to pastramination.com. You'll see the article. There's a link in there. There's a QR code in there. Take the survey. Pick your Fantastic Four. We got the core members. You got Dr. Doom in there. You got Nihilus in there. And then it's a Marvel movie. So you have to have Mephistio in there. <laughs> That's what we do, right? Um, so check that out in a future episode. We'll, we're going to reveal the results of the poll. But also, as the Strong Nation podcast group, each of us will reveal well, who our choices were for the Fantastic yeah. Four movie. 
and then come D23 in September, we'll find out how off base we were. <laughs> are we doing? Are we doing? So, so here's the thing: Are we doing uh, who we want or who we think is going to be? Because I think that's going to be a clear. That's a difference. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's who you be want? Who we, who we want, right? So like, yes. even if it's just way out there, just have fun with it, and and we're not really we're not guessing who it's going to be. We're just going to have fun with it. So. I I will I say I think some of my guesses are also going to be same, same, right. Like or who I want is is the same as who I think they're gonna. Get. Like the Rock is a thing, right? Like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I had, to, I had to do that. I mean, it would make sense, right? Because yeah, the Rock, the yeah. Rock, just it's like, like he was born for it. Born thank for you. It, it it does yeah. make sense. Yeah. So I'm actually gonna put the link character of the movie, and you yeah. wouldn't want to get hit. Well, that would be kind of weird, like. Like the rock, like the thing is the main character of a Fantastic Four movie, like not Mr. Fantastic, you know, like not Sue Storm. Yeah. Exactly. Human torture, the thing, we're always kind of like the, the next level, the behind them, like they're ready to support yeah. the family, but instead it would exactly. be like clobbering. I like that. Exactly. I have some interesting stuff for Doom, but I, I don't think any of my picks are going to be original because I've heard people have been fan casting Fantastic Four for so long and I'm like, oh. A lot of smarter people than me have like come up with really cool mm -hmm. ideas. So, yeah. So that's what we want to hear. We want to hear from everybody what their ideas are for it. So I popped the form in the chat right now. So go ahead and check that out and put your picks in there. And a future episode before D23, we will go over the results and have fun with it. Yeah. People you want doesn't necessarily have to be who we think because we all have an inclination of who it might be. Dwayne right. Johnson. He could, he, could, he could play Mr. Fantastic. You don't know. Right. You never know. He's perfect for <laughs> the smartest man. <laughs> yeah, per absolutely. He's just perfect altogether. <laughs> All right. Well, we've been, we're, we're chatting about The Rock in DC, but I want to jump to another DC um, property that, I mean, it kind of lit the internet on fire this week. Yeah. That was the announcement that they have canceled the Batgirl movie, which was already finished filming, and ninety million in the hole. So, what do you guys think about that? What do you think about you know the Warner Brothers Discovery pulling the plug on something that could have just it was destined to go to HBO Max? Like, mm -hmm. what do you think about that, Kevin? You want to go first? Yeah. So, I think um, I think Rebecca's got a thumbs down there, and I'm 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 on board with her. I think it's um, so. A couple days ago, if you asked me this question, yesterday we had a discussion in our chat about this question, right? But none of Very us really heated knew. discussion. It was, it was, but none of us knew exactly what was happening. Like it was very much like they canceled this. What is going on? Today they came out and they said, "Hey guys, we're gonna start. You know, we're we're actually gonna pay attention to what we're doing. Quality over quantity. We're gonna start a whole new. You know, it just didn't fit into our vision of what the DC universe is going to be." Um, it makes sense, right? It, it you know they have this new thing they're going to be doing for the next ten years. Going to be doing what the MCU did. They actually have somebody who helped shepherd the MCU in Ellen Horn, who was at Warner Brothers before. Did the Harry Potter franchise? Did the Dark Knight? Went over to Disney, Marvel, helped spearhead the MCU with Bob Iger and um, Kevin Feige, and he retired, and Warner Brothers got him back. 
Um, so now he, they basically re-strategized and said, hey, this is what we want to do. So they're essentially going to do what the MCU did, which is fantastic, right? Which is what we all want. We, we've all kind of been screaming for that. Like, we like these DC movies and I want both sides to succeed. I mean, everyone thinks I'm a Marvel shill, which I kind of am, but I love DC. Like DC is one of my favorite, you know, growing up, you know, we all grew up with DC and Marvel, right? So I love them right. both. Want them both to succeed, but lately they just haven't been. Batgirl was a funny thing because obviously, like you said, it was destined for HBO Max. There was rumors it was supposed to be hitting theaters, um, but that was shut down today. They were talking about that wasn't never the case. We were never going to put it to theaters. It was going to be an HBO Max exclusive. I still don't understand why they cannot just release it as an HBO Max exclusive. I'm more on the morality side of it. So I'm like, all of these people, they've worked really hard, right? Yeah, the two directors, they directed Bad Boys for Life. They did some, a couple of, they did Miss Marvel, basically, the first two episodes. They could have chosen any other movie to do after Bad Boys for Life. That was a huge success. It blew everyone out of the water. But they chose this. They dedicated their time, their effort, their fa- their lives for this movie, and then suddenly for just for Warner Brothers to say, nah, it's just cheaper for us to take a tax right off off of it. That's why film make, that's why creatives make things, right? So people can see it. They want to show it to people. They're like, look at this. I made this. This is awesome. And now no one's gonna be able to see it. Uh what's her name? What's what's uh, uh Leslie Leslie Grace? Leslie Grace, yeah. Right. I thought she was fantastic in, in the heights. I thought that she's I think she's a phenomenal actress. Now, you know, this was this was going to be her big break. This was going to be her big thing. But now, thrown out of the water. And Brendan Fraser, they threw away Brendan Fraser, his big right. comeback. He's on the comeback trail right now. He's got The Whale coming out, He's which has a lot of Oscars talks already. And he was going to do this. He was Firefly, just yep. thrown away. Um, from that aspect, I'm a little bit peeved that they would just do that. It just seems like a wrong thing to do. It just seems... Just, just morally wrong. Uh, from a business perspective, unfortunately, I get it. And then I heard all the rumblings about the Michael Keaton stuff, yep. which I don't know if you guys are completely aware of a lot of that stuff that's been happening. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm ranting. You guys can. No, 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 please, please, please. I, I want to hear. Like, yeah. well, actually, actually, it was yesterday or day before. Uh, Brandon had um, commented on one of my posts about how, um, from what he was hearing, and I, I researched it, it, looked into it more, and. Audiences were very confused as to what Michael Keaton's Batman was doing, right? So he supposedly had a small part in Aquaman 2. In the test screenings, audiences were very confused. So that's why you see all the memes with Ben Affleck coming back, right? Ben Affleck as Batman coming back in Aquaman 2. So they're supposedly replacing the Michael Keaton stuff in Aquaman 2 with Ben Affleck's Batman and minimizing the role he has in The Flash, Michael Keaton. They're basically going to Flash comes out. If the flash comes out, right. That's the other thing, but they're going to be minimizing his role in that because audiences just, we love it. We think it's cool. We think it's nostalgic, but audiences just aren't digging it. Right. And then his appearance in Batgirl was just another wrench in the, in the thing. They were like, okay, we're going to be getting rid of this guy. We can't go back and film Batgirl. It's just too much money. It's going to HBO max. What's the point? We'll just throw it away instead. Um, and that was one of the justifications I kind of heard. And I did hear the test audience things with Michael Keaton and stuff like that. Um, so that all makes sense. It's all starting to make sense, but it's still not right. Like you can still just throw it on HBO Max, right? 
people will understand that it's kind of, it's its own thing. It's its own universe. It's its own, you know, it could be considered one of the, what do they call it? Um, I guess legacy film, you know, you know, you know how Marvel does that with their MC, their Marvel movies on Disney plus they have like the legacy Marvel movies and then they actually have the MCU Marvel movies. They could do something like that branding with this. Um, but yeah, that's what I heard. That's kind of what's been going through the grapevine. And then there's so much other stuff with Warner Brothers that happened today. But I want to give you guys a chance to talk because uh, I just find this whole thing fascinating. So anyways, go ahead, Christian. Go for it, Christian. Uh, yeah. So I, I kind of wanted to kind of say the same thing that uh, Kevin mm -hmm. was saying. I, I I don't want people to think like I'm anti-DC. I right. don't want people to think, you know what I mean? Like what, what it comes down to is if DC is successful, Marvel successful. Like if exactly. bad comic book movies are, come out, then it's, it's going to like just bring fatigue on, you know what I mean? All around, uh, which is not good. Um, so I, that being said, you know, DC doesn't have the greatest track record right now. And I, I want all of the movies to be good. I want to be able to enjoy these movies, but I, I think, I think Kevin said it best, you know, I understand the business side of this. And when, when art meets business, it's, it's ugly things happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like um, there's a reason why, you know, like as an artist, you should get, you should get somebody to kind of represent you because, you know, we're right. not good. We're not good at doing this stuff. So unfortunately things like this happen, you know what I mean? Like things need to be cut. And I think this is also kind of a reflection on, on before Zaslav came on to Warner brothers. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? I think also there's, there's more to talk about with Alan Horn being brought on. There um, is a lot. I, I think like they're kind of trying to entice Feige over to Warner Brothers by bringing Alan Horn on, um, which, whoa. Um, but that's I mean, all over my mind. Yeah, it would be incredible. But. Right, mm. right. Because, like, I, I know that, like, he was basically, like, Alan Horn's protege. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, they really love working together. So I think, like, there might be alternative. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, why wouldn't you want to get Alan Horn to work um, at Warner Brothers? They brought him out of retirement for the second time right. uh, to do this. So, um but you know, like I, I kind of see where he's coming from. Like they can't, they we talked about this yesterday. Like you know, they're green light lighting like a lot of things that probably shouldn't been have been green lit. You know what I mean? But then now the thing is, by them canceling this, like what kind of message is that sending to other filmmakers? Like how exactly. how would I feel like oh like I'm working on another Warner Brothers production, and like my asshole would tighten up real quick. You know, if like hearing about the background production. Do you know where, by the way, do you know where those guys were when they heard about the news? No. Falal and LB. They were at one of their, one of their, what they had just gotten married in Morocco. They were literally right after the wedding. He checked his phone and found out the news. Oh, oh like, geez. Imagine that's that. Rough. Like, that's heartbreaking. That's crap, man. They don't even have the respect to call them and be like, hey, guys. Right. Whatever. No, like they found out the way everyone else did. Like I, I feel like there's uh, unfortunately with business, like they're, yeah, you know, like you're going to run yourself into the hole if if uh, if you were worried about like loyalty, and and stuff like that. But sometimes you know that's if you if you respect your your artist that you're working with and you want to keep working with them, there has there has to be a balance. You know what I mean? Yesterday, basically in the chat, like I was on the side of Zazlab. I was like, yeah, dude, it's brand protection. Like you can't right. keep putting crap out. You know what I mean? But like seeing like everything, I, I, I it's just as an I mean, artist as well. Like it's, it's difficult. 
Yeah, and then you see the like, you know, like I pointed out the audience score stuff, right? People were saying it was a bad movie, but it it scored, you know, it scored higher than Shazam Two: Fury of the Gods. It 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 you know, it trended the same as it, the first it. it you know, it's it's trending where these movies normally trend. Morbius got like a forty, right? But it's still really Morbius now. Because yeah, I mean, like, twice. yeah, like twice. that's that's twice. the thing, right? Like this kind of oversight like of allowing these certain things to get greenlit like i brought up wonder twins yesterday like wonder twins got greenlit before man of steel 2 did you know like how does that happen that is very how, weird right how did, i think it just got chopped today too i saw a rumor oh no they, they chopped that a long oh, yeah. time ago oh yeah they wonder chopped twins. that okay. a long time ago i just don't yeah. want them to touch blue beetle listen i'm i'm just i'm, I'm a big fan of that actor. yeah I, I know they're in production yeah, actor like, too that's yeah that's really cool but i you know honestly I think the Matrix probably somebody should have there should have been oversight. Like maybe you shouldn't have got kibosh, but like somebody should have been like, let's take a look at the script one more time before we go ahead with production. Like I kind of like the Matrix. What I I, <laughs> I, I no, it's okay. I mean, it's okay. There's, there's always like three people to do. Yeah, I know. I know. I it's I, I didn't finish it. I couldn't finish it. I couldn't. No, no, understand. I, I, I could finish the first one. So, yeah. I love the first original Matrix. I, I adore that movie. First oh, I love that movie. But like the others ones after that, it got a little convoluted. Mm. But, but I agree, Christian. No, no, I, I know what you're saying. Oversight yeah. to it, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, and because we, you brought it's up like the Wonder Twins and Batgirl, and you're getting all this before we have like a proper Superman sequel. You know, right. and you know, bringing out the big guns because I mean, you have your seven in, in DC. You know, if you're not giving them the respect, you're how are you going to world build when you don't have people to build it around? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I mean, DC's misstepped a lot on this. I mean, they put out really good movies, but not nothing's been, you know, like a continuous story. Like we had right. really good Batman movies. You know, we had really mm-hmm. good Superman movies way back. When. We had an amazing. But, you know. We did. Oh man, See? peace be through. The suicide squad. Harley Quinn show is amazing. I, I, yeah, I peacemaker. do like a lot of the stuff they're doing, and I really did like Birds of Prey. Like I thought Birds of Prey mm. was good. I enjoyed Birds of Prey, Birds of Prey a lot. Um, but I, I'm the kind of you know. But that fits my sensibilities more, right? So I'm more like I love James Gunn. I love that kind of punk rock mm. style. You do aesthetic, right? You never know. Um, but like, yeah. So I mean, I, I just kind of wish DC would go more. Just go, just the thing about Marvel, right? And I hate to compare the two and we know we shouldn't, but Marvel, yes, a lot of their movies do look the same, but they're not afraid to take some risks, right? They're not afraid to be like, give James Gunn a movie and let him put his unique spin on it. Taika Waititi, look what he did with Thor, right? Like you can't see another director coming in with Superman and doing that, right? Like there's no way DC will let that happen. I think they just need to let it happen and let people have their, their visions and even Marvel is guilty of that. So, like, there's so many Marvel movies that just feel bland, and, and you're just like, this feels like every other movie. But just, but, but they do often open their arms and be like, hey, do this crazy thing you want to do. It's totally cool. Because I think that, like, you know, Feige definitely does that. Like, he knowingly goes into a movie like this is going to be our horror movie. This is going to mm-hmm. be right. our like our '80s like teen movie. You know what I mean? Uh, and I think that gives it so much diversity. Like, it, it definitely has, like, a visual look. Like, they, they just saturate and, like, you know. Oh, kind yeah. Of work. yeah. Like, all the visual of the, the Marvel Universe is very similar. I think, uh, that being said, like, Kugler, like, what he did with Black Panther 2. I know we're going to talk about that in a second. But just from that trailer. Oh, um, 
I will also say I did not like the movie, but um, oh my god, I don't even remember what it's called. Eternals. <laughs> Eternals, oh, I yeah. thought looked gorgeous, um, but I wasn't the, the compared to movie. Iron Man three. It was a masterpiece, man. Like, I, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> We're but, Shane but, Black. Uh, I know. Shane I Black love Shane Black. He's a genius. So, I know. But on Marvel, I want to bring up just like you said, Black Panther, yeah. and then we got Shang Chi, which like you never thought we would get a Shang Chi movie, and it was right. really fun. You know, yeah. So yeah. Marvel isn't afraid to take those risks. Um, in the comments, let us know what your what are your thoughts on this whole WB Discovery Batgirl fiasco. Um, I see Boo the audience is Michael Keaton rocks. He does. They could try to recoup the cost, similar to what Disney Plus Premier Access does, which they could. They could easily do that. I do want to bring up one thing that I found somewhat disturbing, just real quick, about the the, the um, investment call today. So they're talking about merging the two companies together, right? So. Yes. Um, HBO Max and Discovery are going to be having their own network. It's just so funny to me how they, I don't know if you guys saw any of the slides that they showed, um, but they showed this one slide. I had to take a picture off the TV because I couldn't, uh, you know, I couldn't find the slide, but they basically had HBO Max, who watches HBO Max and who watches Discovery Plus. I'm going to see if you guys can see, you guys probably can. Oh, there we go. So look at that top one there, how they're kind of breaking it down. So right. Discovery Plus, female skew, HBO Max, male skew, scripted, lean in. Discovery what does lean Plus in and lean back mean? What does that mean? So basically like lean in is more engaging. Lean out is more relaxed. Oh, so like they're basically passive, essentially passive. saying that. Okay, so the thing that kind of tripped me out was like they're saying that guys are watching the more interesting, fascinating stuff on HBO Max. Well, women are watching the more relaxed and chill reality stuff on Discovery. I'm like, how are you guys breaking these down? Their their whole reasoning behind this was to say, if we merge them together, we're going to be getting all quadrants, right? We're going to be getting male and female. That just kind of bothered me a little bit. I just wanted to bring that up because I'm like, I, I don't think they understand Discovery Plus. I don't think I mean, to pull those numbers like there's so much diversity already on Discovery Plus. But, you know, shows for everybody. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know, like that science, it just, it, listen, I, I, you know, I think I, I know people watch everything from every, you know, all that stuff, you know, it was just so funny to me how they, that's the way they idea. pitched it. Yeah. yeah. That's the way they yeah, pitched it. I'm like, come on guys, we could do better. It's 2022. Come on. Yeah. They did it just come the best on. with you, Kevin. That's what it, you know? Yep. They're like, let's just, Poke him a little more. I, I did see that somebody tweeted James Gunn today uh, and was like, hey, is they just directly tweeted him, is, is uh, Peacemaker 2 safe? And he was like, yes, it's fine. Calm down. Like, is, yeah, he told uh, everyone to calm down. Basically, which which I think is 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 fair, I guess. Cause, but he has, you kind of have to understand, like, this sounds bad. It sounds like the focus is going to turn to unscripted reality TV. Well, they which, lay off seventy percent of their staff, which is horrible. Yep. Yeah, I know exactly. So, I don't know, man. I mean, I know well, stuff I, like this happens. It just seems like dramatic and maybe cutting from the wrong place. So. I think we're going to see more, though. I know James Gunn tweeted that out, but who's to say tomorrow? You know, Warner just doesn't drop the axe on more. You know, I, I think right now we're we're seeing the the butcher shop. You know, they're just going to chop yeah. away until they they think they can make something of it. Um, yeah. DC's Nolan, always going to be behind Marvel in that respect. You mentioned that you think that um, Flash is going to get axed. Yeah. Um, 
I honestly, I think they're trying their hardest to not ax that. I think they want because from what I hear, that's like it was actually really successful. Like it screened mm-hmm. like really well. Same. Um, and I think the the crux of the future of the DCEU kind of depends on what they do with this Flash movie. So it's like that's why they've kept so quiet about Ezra Miller. This is why they're just like, oh, just go away, stop being in the news. Yeah. yeah, nobody else is quiet about Ezra Miller. Like, like I think today it was reported that. He wears body armor and carries a gun at all times. He's reading about he's that. Threatened. Typical. Um, and, well, I, if you got to look at it like, okay, I always compare things to WWE. I'm a big WWE fan. Vince McMahon had all these scandals going on, right? And guess what happened? He got retired, got bounced <laughs> off. Do you really think DC wants to have a flagship movie launched with somebody acting as unstable oh, as no. Ezra Miller? They don't. They're gonna fight. They're gonna bury it. And I think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing they're chopping off the limbs of any connection. And then I'm we're just saying, just, I'm like, oh, I feel like gone. this is this news with Ezra Miller has been going on so long. Like, how come they haven't yeah. done that already? You know what I mean? I feel like I, I think I think now's the time. I think they've been yeah. gearing up for all this, and that's why it wasn't during Comic Con. It wasn't during any of that. Now it's just like aftermath. You know, like, hey, we're we're already chopping everything away, and sadly, I don't want to see it happen. But I mean, Blue Beetles in danger right there with it. You know, I would much rather see the Flash get chopped away than the Blue Even Beetle. Even uh, Supergirl was killed, too, the Supergirl right. movie, which That's is true. supposed to spin off the Flash, which had the first Latina Supergirl. Yeah. The big deal. I was excited for that. It, it, it was a big deal. The, yeah, just, well, Batgirl was such yeah. a huge deal. Yeah, exactly. And Batgirl, Dominican, like, just, yeah, amazing. Yeah. I think yeah. the funny thing about this is, like, they were they didn't have faith in the movie, but, like, with all of this, I I probably wouldn't have watched. I mean, I, I would have definitely watched Batgirl. Who am I kidding? But yeah. I mean, like, I my interest for watching it now is super peaked. Like now, yeah. I like I desperately want to see it. Like it's almost and like we kind of, cut, you know. We kind of talked about the well. We kind of talked about the morality of like watching. Like, do we should we watch the Flash? Is it like immoral to like watch the Flash at this point? Like, are you supporting right. Ezra I'm by doing that, way. or like you know what I mean? But I'm so curious. Like I'm like yeah. You know, well, um, you know, and the thing is with a movie like that is there's so many other people in, involved with the process. Right. That it's like, right. you know, it's like watching a Harry Potter movie now, right? Or a um, anything really, you know, J.K. Rowling. You know, she's having some issues, and it's right. like, are we going to, you know, my wife's going to get the new Harry Potter game when it comes out, and we're very, you know, and it looks fun. What she's for what's that? Right. It looks like a fun game, but it yeah, does look like a fun game. And then that, that was the big issue, right? It's right. like, well, but there's all these other developers that are, you know, uh, involved in it and everything. So same thing with Ezra Miller, even Johnny Depp, right? They make a new pirates movie. He happens to be in it. Is there going to go out? or whatever? You know, I, right. I don't want to get into that conversation, but, um, but whoever side you're on, I but, think um, there's, there's clearly a line, right? Like, yeah, like there's like how, like, I think people can still to this day, like I'm enjoy you can, I can like people are like, Oh, I like Michael Jackson still, but like, not so, so many people yeah. are like, "Ooh, R. Kelly, that's my jam." You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I think people like there's there's a line, and and I don't really there know is, like, how to draw that line. It's a squiggly line because yeah. Ezra Miller is taking people hostage, right. and Will Smith right. Will Smith slapped the guy on stage. Yeah, pretty exactly. much got blacklisted. So, uh, you know, yeah. it's a little weird. I mean, I mean, that's not to say that Ezra didn't get blacklisted. I'm sure he's never going to work again. Um, no, I'm like, the same. I think so too. But did you guys hear? So they don't. So DC is claiming they want to go a new direction. They want to do all this stuff, right? 
Um, there was this article, Rolling Stone, someone was trying to get access to the Warner Brothers archives to get footage of the Snyder Cut for behind the scenes footage. Oh, um, did you hear about that? And like Warner Brothers yeah. basically told them, no, like the Snyder Cut does not officially exist in our world. It is only Joss Whedon's Justice League. Joss Whedon's Justice League is the only Justice League movie that we consider that even exists. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like, Snyder cuts so much better. Like, it's not a perfect And they made such a big deal about it. There's such a media blitz. And you're right. It was a better version. It was. And it's like, and they're just totally disemboweling it. I'm like, Chalk it up to DC still not knowing what they're doing. I've heard that they were there were like regrets about the Snyder cut. Like I think like people at Warner Brothers regret investing, uh, like it, it didn't pan out like the way they thought it would. Um, and you know, and it's I like, guess. like the problematic stuff we were just talking about. Joss Whedon, he's one of those guys <laughs> that's been booted out of Hollywood. Like you yeah. think you'd much rather Zack Snyder is like this wholesome, like really good guy who's you know works his butt off, and yeah, you know he's he's he hasn't had Very any controversies, like nothing. And it's like, why aren't you supporting that guy? That's why you the know. line is so squiggly. That line that's yeah. drawn, it, it fits for some people, yeah. and then it's totally different for others. I mean, I um, think we all... Oh, go ahead. I'm going to try to jump to other topics real quick because we are strapped for time, <laughs> and we have four other things to go through. Yeah. Um, but real quick, has anybody seen the Andor trailer? And what I did. About? I did. Let's yeah. talk about it. Can I go first this time? Um, Please. Yes. So um, I... I, I, you guys know, I was not a fan of Book of Boba Fett. Um, I talking about Chopping Block, man. How did that get greenlit for a season two? Yeah, what is happening? Yeah. Like, yeah. I just, I feel like, I, I know there were those two great episodes, but those two episodes did not belong on that show. That should have been the. the well, they were great for a different reason. Right, and that <laughs> that were completely independent of Boba Fett. Like he had nothing. Nothing to do with what made that show great. So I just feel like I liked Boba Fett as a character better before I saw the show. So I get like maybe Disney should have chopped. I don't know. Anyway, um, I it's hard for me to be excited for Andor because like I didn't really love Obi Wan. Like it had its moments, and I think I, I overall like appreciate it. Um, I definitely didn't like Book of Boba Fett. So right now, like Disney's track record with the Star Wars shows are, are not like my favorite thing. Um, but the fact that they didn't use the volume, the fact that they were shooting on location, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Like the, the writing crew, the directing crew, like every like this, I feel like this is different. And I I don't want to be that like like I keep going back to my abusive boyfriend or something. You know what I mean? But I feel like I'm I, I'm hopeful that this is gonna I be good. Um, I'm also. This is based on. I really like Rogue One. Um, there we I, go. That's that's the take that I really like. I like Rogue One was like the first Star Wars movie that felt like an actual war movie, like a war film. Uh, that's for the exactly first my thoughts. So I I'm excited to see this. I really liked Cassian's character. I thought that was like to see like the 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 side of of the rebellion that gets that isn't afraid to get their hands dirty that has to get their hands dirty. That's really intriguing. I think. Um, so I love to see like what they're gonna do with this. Um, the cast looks amazing. Um, I, I'm I am excited for this, and I hope this doesn't bite me in the ass. But like, I'm hoping that this is gonna be like the Star Wars Disney Plus thing, aside from the Mandalorian, that people can kind of the Star Wars fans can rally behind again. So, Kevin, 
Absolutely. Oh yeah, no, I think it looks great. I think it looks really good. Um, I think uh, actually this is funny. Uh, Crypt Keeper ML MFL Records. Um, I say that in my opinion, Star Wars is getting overdone. Um, and I was just about to bring that up. Um, I do feel like for me personally, it's kind of Star Wars overkill. It's the same with Marvel, right? Like Marvel is just coming out. It's like all this stuff's coming out so fast. Um, give it, you know, one or two a year, maybe I'm cool with, you know, like, uh, <laughs> I just, re you know, I mean, we're, we're all old enough to remember till, you know, episode nine when like you, you just have a new star Wars thing every two years. Right. And that was mm -hmm. cool. And even before that, it was what, you know, between, you know, episode, you know, three and, you know, seven came out, you know, there was a huge gap there. Right? How many years? Like what? 10 years 15 years you know a ridiculous the, amount that's why everybody was so starved for it yeah and it's like i i just i just i miss that you know i miss that anticipation i, I miss like you know I, I still remember when i was working at the theaters back in the early 90s when like or late 90s not really 90s late 90s when you found out episode one was even existed right like that was a big deal. Like that was a huge deal. And then every two years you got the new, you know, episode two and episode three. Um, but it looks good, but it does look great. Like I love what you were talking. I loved Rogue One. I thought Rogue One was one of the better Star Wars movies. Um, the, the more recent ones. I think it looks great. Same uh, Christian wasn't a huge fan of Boba Fett at all. Actually, I did not like Boba Fett. I haven't finished it. Not going to lie. I just have no desire to go back and finish it. Um, Obi-Wan was good. Obi-Wan had some really, really cool stuff in it. But I think ultimately it was somewhat forgettable. Um, mm -hmm. And I think I just I'm, I'm kind of just kind of done with Star Wars for a while. <laughs> you know, like I'm kind of like that's a, that's hey, a really good point, though, Kevin. We don't. We didn't get a chance to miss it, right? We didn't get a chance yeah, to miss exactly. Star Wars like we used to. Exactly. Um, what's going to be the one that kills it? Why do they want to find out? Hello, <laughs> it's it's killing the nostalgia for me. Yeah, and that and that's the thing for me. It's like it used to be this really cool special thing that you'd go watch. You know, you'd collect all the toys. You Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. But now it's just like it kind of feels like an obligation. Like my son has these Star Wars toys because he feels like he has to have them. Not because he really wants them or is super excited for them. He's like, I just, you, you know, have to have them. Well, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a can of worms because that's that's just the collecting bug. Oh no, so. it is it is a collector's thing, but I feel yeah. like it's it it's it loses some of its appeal after a while. I mean, look at I'm the one who's talking, right? Look at this. <laughs> right. Like I mean, Cassie and Andor pop, you know. I'm like ready, but that's because you know it's a very cool movie. You know, Rogue One was great. I saw the pop. I wanted it. Um, but yeah, I kind of feel like over the last couple of years, it's just been so oversaturated that um, I'm going to watch it and I think it looks great. And I'm, But I'm going to hate myself while I'm watching it. Right. <laughs> I, I think it's just because maybe it's a personal thing because like recently, because uh, I went my the whole time without watching any of like the Clone Wars or anything. And we've like, we just binged everything the last couple of months. Uh, Clone Wars rebels like all of it um i now like my favorite star wars era this sounds crazy to me saying this is is the prequels like i love like mm -hmm. what the clone wars did i think is the best of star wars like uh, they're what they did with anakin obi-wan and ahsoka is like the best i have never been emotional watching star wars the way i was watching clone wars mm -hmm. like season seven that those last four episodes of season seven like I, I if i talk about it enough i'll start getting weepy right now it's so damn good and i think like i just want more of that you know what i mean yeah. and, like i just feel like they had something good when they were on 
Cartoon Network, and then when Disney bought them out, they were they weren't aware of like what Filoni was doing, you know, and they just decided to go like JJ's route, which was I think a huge mistake. Uh, and also, just real quick, uh, Cryptkeeper MFL Records also says, I skipped this one. Just wanted to stop and show some support and hit that button. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that, Cryptkeeper. That means so much. Um, but anyway, you. go on, guys. Yeah, no, I, I'm in the same boat as, as well, both of you guys. How you said, like, you know, Rogue One was a really good movie. So mm -hmm. that's what has me hyped for Andor. Uh, the trailer looked fantastic. Um, out of Rogue One, Andor, he wasn't my favorite character i mean my favorite was the right. droid of course um <laughs> but I, i'm really excited to see more in this universe and i mean the talent that you saw in the trailer alone like they're really gearing up for this yeah but uh, what kevin said just sticks in my head though you know like we don't have that anticipation anymore we don't get a miss star wars and then get excited when it comes back because it's always there and that mm -hmm. will just like crypt keeper said that's probably going to end up catching up and to be the one that kills it so um and then then he made Crip creeper uh cry over clone wars way to go christian no he said that you cry. lost me at cry over clone wars oh um, i thought you made yeah, it it's the oh, animated definitely. series though the animated series though is yes yeah, it's, it's so good it's like, so fantastic i haven't, I haven't finished it's it totally yet, different totally different it, it recontextualizes the the prequels for for yeah. me because like like there's so many things that just don't make sense if you just watch the movies but like watching clone wars it's like when when anakin turns to vader it's tragic you know and mm -hmm. i think that that's ultimately what what filoni brought to star wars uh, which was so important um is you know like the tragedy of of darth vader the tragedy of of anakin skywalker yeah. um I don't know. I that's what I that's my opinion on it. So I get you. Cool. All right. Well, and it comes out what September, so right around the corner. Yep. All right. Let's jump into um, a really big part of it. This is actually going to be the, it's going to be two topics that wrap up the last part of this podcast, and we're going to talk about the expansive, ridiculously massive MCU plan and Wakanda Forever. So first, MCU ridiculous massive plan, like. What are your thoughts on? I mean, they revealed movies up until what, 2024, 2025? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's what do, you, what do you guys think? Um, I think most of phase five we knew. Like, I don't mm -hmm. think there was much of a surprise um, with there. I think maybe like title announcements, um, like the New World Order, the Captain America thing. Um, I think the most exciting news of it was the Daredevil, 18 episodes of Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> Massive. <laughs> I'm only like my biggest fear is, and Nolan, I think we can agree on this too. Daredevil was like on Netflix, like fantastic. And yeah, I, I on I don't know if I have faith in Disney Plus that they're gonna live up to what Netflix did. No, um, I'm a little worried. Right. So I am a little worried. But the fact that they're they're this is their first show that they're doing like 18 episodes. You know what I mean? Like everything has been like six, eight maybe like you know i don't you think they're gonna they're gonna have to cut up to cut it up though right like it, it's not gonna be 18 weeks straight i i think they'll do like you know they'll take like a couple week hiatus and then come back yeah they're gonna have, have mid-season breaks and they stuff. might be working another show in the middle of that just to kind right. of break it up and then be like here's daredevil again right That'd so we'll cool. see i mean that's we'll a massive season that's like 1990s yeah. kind of seasons you know yeah yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm curious, but I, I as far as like the Disney Plus stuff with Marvel, I'm like I'm still like I liked uh, Miss Marvel. That was a lot of fun. 
Um, I liked, I loved um, WandaVision. Um, I really liked Loki, but then I think aside from that, everything else is kind of forgettable to me. So yeah. Moon Knight. I we'll see. I liked. I I think. Moonlight, I liked like that second to last episode. I thought that was really good. Oscar Isaac was incredible. It was a really good yeah. episode, yeah. Yeah. So, but I think overall, like, I think it just wasn't enough Moonlight. I can't believe I'm complaining about that because I want story, but I feel like maybe I'm like, I just wanted to see the suit a little bit more. I feel like a little kid, like, wanting to see the superhero. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm pretty excited. They only announced three movies for, for phase six, right? We kick off with Fantastic Four. And we get two Avengers movies in the same year, um, yeah. one in the summer and then one in November. King Dynasty um, and Secret Wars. Right. So um, that's all crazy. The, other than that, Phase 6 is pretty mysterious, mm-hmm. uh, to say the least. Uh, there have been rumors about like a contract with Fox uh, as to why we haven't been seeing X-Men. Uh-huh. Um, that like contractually, they can't do anything till 2025. Uh, without the actual current actors or something like that, uh, something crazy, right? Which which sounds crazy and ridiculous. Like I've never heard of a contract like that. So yeah, and I mean, I don't think half of those actors are, would even want to come back. To be honest, like there's no way Jennifer Lawrence is coming no. back. Like she's right. just not. Right. Um, so I mean, maybe some of the other people might, but um, oh, what's his name? James uh, uh, Fassbender, Michael Fassbender. Like he's right. he's done. You know. Right. Uh, um, but yeah, no, go ahead. Rebecca says, not ready for Marvel trailers being overplayed, burning us out uh, before we can even get to the theater. Mm-hmm. I, I think Marvel's aware of that, too. I think that's, that's the reason why we're not seeing trailers until, like, a couple months before the movie now. You know, yeah. if you guys think back to, like, 2011, 2012, we would get, like, trailers, like, a year and a half before the movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're like, I gotta wait that long? Yeah. Right. I think now it's like they know that, like, first of all, they don't really have to because people are going to come out and see it. Uh, but be like they don't want to create fatigue before the movie comes out. Exactly. Uh, so, but yeah, it's that's real. That's super real. So yeah, no, I mean, I'm, um, I'm also on the same page. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm interested in what they're doing. I can't say I'm super excited about it, some of the stuff. There's, there's a couple things in there that I'm very excited for, which we'll get to in a little bit. But the, yes. you know, I'm, I'm very excited for, you know, I mean, they, they announced what uh, Wakanda Forever is going to be the the end of phase four, five. four, four. Yeah. 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 And then phase five is starting with Ant-Man. Was it Quantumania? I think. Quantumania. Quantumania and then right. Ending. Yeah. And then ending with Thunderbolts, mm. if I'm not mistaken, as right. the, the end of phase five. And then we're getting the fantastic four. And like you said, the other ones, um, guardians of the galaxy three, I'm excited for, um, very curious. I wonder, wonder why. Hmm. All right. All right. <laughs> I could be biased. Hey, the, the man's worked <laughs> for both DC and Marvel and basically did his thing. Um, but um, I think uh, I think the one I'm really excited for, or one of the ones I'm really excited for, I don't want to talk about quite yet until Nolan gets to his thoughts throughout the whole um, announcement of those. So, yeah, what are, what are your thoughts, Nolan? All right. So um, I saw a comment that there's a do not overload us with projects years out, right? And I think... <laughs> For some of us were thinking like, am I going to be alive to see, you know, Kang Dynasty? Like, geez. Um, but for me, the big, the, one of the big things that stood out was, so Kang's going to stick around from Quantumania all the way to mm-hmm. the last announced movie, which I, I think Kang's a great villain, but um, I don't want to beat it over the head to where we get sick of him, you know? I, I want him to be fresh. 
Well, I think I think I think it's going to be more like the Thanos aspect of it because I don't feel like we we saw a lot of Thanos throughout the phases, but we didn't get like beat. You know, we'd see him now and again at the end of a credit scene or whatever. It worked really well. Yeah, and I feel like that's what they're going to do with Kang. Yeah. I think he's going to he might show up a couple times in bigger you know things but then you know obviously that one will be like his story i think you know yeah right and they got a terrific actor you know oh jonathan majors oh speaking of which i don't know if you guys saw that new trailer i don't want to derail this whole thing but the new trailer with the new jonathan majors movie oh i forget what it's called it's like a world war no have you watched the western one with him in it the harder they fall Mm -mm. man so good christian i gotta check it out it's amazing but anyways, go ahead, uh, Nolan. You were yeah, please. Well, yeah, but the one that I'm actually excited for, and I don't think it's going to go the way I want it to go, is Thunderbolts. Um, mm-hmm. I am a massive fan of the Thunderbolts. I remember buying, I think it was Hulk 441, where I had the first appearance of the Thunderbolts, and they were just kind of like this generic-looking Avengers. And then you pick up Thunderbolts number one, and read through it, and you get to the end of it, and you realize it's the Masters of Evil, you know, led by Baron Zemo, and you're like, oh crap! It was it's one of the biggest swerves in Marvel history um and i think i hope that's the direction we're going in because with captain america new world order being announced makes you think that makes me think people are going to go missing heroes are going to go missing um could be due to kang who knows um and i would like to see that version of the thunderbolts with citizen v with atlas with songbird techno um you know mach 5 having those thunderbolts and not the thunderbolts led by hawkeye or winter soldier with a bunch of just ex-convicts like that's what i'm hearing like you're going to see us agent you're going to see ghost you're going to see just a bunch of villains thrown thrown in there and to me that's not thunderbolts thunderbolts is you know that that sneaky group of villains that somehow got a hold of the shield files and tricked everybody and then tried to take over the world Mm -hmm. that's uh, that's my hope you know um will it happen Probably not, you know. Um, <laughs> they've been they've been set, they've been setting it up very well for a Thunderbolts that's more in line with the the current version, you know, led by Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. They just launched a new comic, I think, this week. That's led by Hawkeye. Um, not going to be thrilled about that. I'll still see it. I'll still see every movie that Marvel makes, including Eternals two, which I bet she's coming out soon. Um, I'm going to watch that. Just, oh, and just kind of- just to shout out Mar- the Marvels. I'm super excited for. The Marvels, uh, just because you know Kamala, mm-hmm. and just yeah, I can't wait for that. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, I want to see original Captain Marvel though in there. I want to see like the one that died of cancer back in like the 80s and 90s. You know, the <laughs> the one who spawned it all. I want to see some mention of him, and then I want to see his son who went crazy. Like, right? If you're gonna give us the Marvels, give us everything. You can give us Carol. You can give us uh, you know Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Give us all of them. You know, give us Blue Marvel. He's a really cool character. You know, the Crypt Keeper um, says, um, "I'm so lost on these movies. <laughs> I've only seen some of them, not in order at all. I don't blame him. I mean, it's 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 hard. It's crazy. It, there's a lot of stuff out there, especially Marvel. It's just it's crazy. Yeah, and there's yeah. some movies you just don't want to see. But you know, if you want to kind of get the whole story, you yeah. know, you got to sit through Iron Man three. But it's just how it is. You know." You have the right. pleasure of sitting through Iron Man 3. Yeah. Iron Man 2, you have to suffer through. Iron Man 2 is so the dark world. Yeah, no. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> um, I, I think, like, we're, we're, we're kind of skating around it, but I guess, like, you know, um, 
let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about Black Panther, right? Yeah. Uh, oh man, we got to see that man. trailer at Comic Con. It was one of uh, two trailers that dropped publicly uh, for everybody that wasn't in Hall H. Uh, we got to see that in Shield, but um, that Black Panther trailer, uh, Ryan Coogler. I think I think if there's been like any kind of curiosity about any of the projects, I, I'm sure for a lot of people it's been that basically because of mm-hmm. what happened with Chadwick Boseman. Um, and I, I think, I, you know, it might be like a fun discussion to have right now of like, who do you think is in that suit? Um, so like, can, I, can I say who I think? Please. Yeah, yeah please. please. I think, I think uh, for me personally, it's super obvious. I think it's Shuri, right? Like it, it's, it's gotta be Shuri. Like there's no, I cannot imagine any other character taking over that mantle. Like she's second in line. She knows what she's doing. She's, you know, she's one of the, you know, she's part of the royal family. I think she's super smart and I'm sure she kicks a lot of butt, you know, like she knows how to fight. So I, I'm, that's where I have my money. I think it's a Shuri. What do you guys think? If if I was a betting man, I would bet on Shuri, but who I want it to be, I want it to be Nakia. Like for sure. Well, this, yeah, that was my thing too. Like I would love for it. To, Nakia is one of my favorite. Like she's amazing. Like she's fantastic. Right. Um, even the actress, like uh, Napita Liango, I think she's amazing. But I think it's going to be Sherry. But I would love Nakia for sure. Like just like if I'm just taking it on for face value and like looking at that shot, those legs are too thick for. I mean, not. I mean, she's a very slender woman. Um, mm-hmm. um, oh my god, I can't remember her name. Shuri, yeah, Shuri, yeah. um, or whatever the actress is. Okay, yeah, so like, like I, I could see that being Lupita. Uh, there is president for Lupita, or like, sorry, uh, Nakia being because, like, even at the end of the black, the first Black Panther movie, like, T'Challa's mom was like insisting that she take she, like, they had one left, right? Like, one of the mm-hmm. flowers left, and she was like, You take it, you become Black Panther, and she was like, No, you know what I mean? Um, so. There's that, but I also that could just be a shot of like of her, Angela Bassett in the suit too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that would be kind of cool, actually. And there could be a, a possibility that like they have multiple Black Panthers. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. maybe it's all of them. Maybe it's yeah. it's um good point. You know, Okoye, maybe it's like Okoye is another person I'd love yeah. to see. I just don't see her giving up the the being the leader of the Dormelage. So yeah. that's why like I don't know. But. So, what do you think, Nolan? Do you have any theories? So yeah, I'm I'm like 98 sure it's Shuri, um, but you know, and it's some a debate that's come up, and it's one I'm not quite sure of is like, should they have just recast T'Challa? Right. Um, because as interesting as a character as Shuri is, and she's from the comics, she's a very interesting character. She's not T'Challa. She's right. not T'Challa who has this, you know, what, 40, 40 50 year history in the Marvel U. Um, and th- it's just, it's going to be weird for me. You know, I grew up reading Black Panther comics. I, I grew up reading Fantastic Four when he would pop in. And um, even though Shuri would be a good hero, she doesn't live up to what, not just Chadwick Boseman, but just the comic legacy for me. Like, I mm-hmm. want, like, he's, he's royalty. He's, you know he commands respect, and I don't know. I'm a little, I'm Isn't a little torn on too? that. He does too. She does, but not yeah. as a as a character who's been created more, like in the last what 10, 12 years right. or so, versus right. someone who's been around during the Jack Kirby days. Right. Um, like I think it's great if she does it, but I don't know. I feel like we're 
I mean, we're going to miss out on a whole lot of stories that were written through mm -hmm. all the years featuring T'Challa. Um, and that's kind of sad because so many creators have taken that. Uh, Christopher Priest did an excellent Black Panther story, and I don't think we'll see it. You know, we're not mm -hmm. going to see that kind anymore. So I do think it's Shuri. Um, I heard people thinking it's Killmonger. I don't think so. Killmonger's um, not coming back. I, Killmonger's gone. He's gone, guys. Yeah. Well, so. I think I think we'll see like flashbacks or memories yeah, or something exactly. with Killmonger. Absolutely, but I don't think we'll mm -hmm. see him moving no. forward in the MCU. No. Not not at all. Um, but the trailer looked fantastic. Oh man. Um, no, Neymar. Neymar was shown as mm -hmm. the main villain. What What do you think about that? What do you think of the big reveal of Neymar? I think that's. I think it's a red herring. I mean, obviously he's going to be I, like. Yeah. But I think there's going to be a bigger villain that's good, that we're going to be meeting. Um, and I'm I have a feeling who it is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think agree. we all do. So, yeah. yeah. I think um, so as far as the recasting thing, I kind of, Nolan, I, I feel like if you would have asked me like a few weeks ago, I, and for the longest time, I would have said, I love Chadwick Boseman. Um, I love the character of T'Challa. But yeah, exactly. T'Challa is such an important character. You know, and it's not, it wouldn't be the first time that Marvel's recast. You know what I mean? Um, right, but obviously, out of respect to Chadwick's family, and like, um, you know, um, they they said that they they had no plans on recasting, and and like right. obviously, Ryan Coogler had an idea, he had a plan, you know what I mean? Like, this is something that we've said before, um, and and like, there there was a good respectful story that they were going to be able to tell and and still make something compelling. So, um, I after seeing the trailer, like, I get it. Um, that might be yeah. some of like the most beautiful Marvel with the film like and it's just so emotional too like we've talked about this on the other thing but like you know like the use of, of like the no woman no cry cover oh um, yeah and then like into kendrick lamar's like song like uh, it's just like really really well done um just it, it was gorgeous it was gorgeous and like i don't you know i think movies struggle with making underwater scenes look right you know what i mean like aquaman mm -hmm. looked kind of funky and weird um and this is like there's some beautiful underwater shots in this trailer. I think they're um, going to be giving Avatar the way of water a run for their money. Like, yeah, and they're oh, yeah. like right on yeah. top of each other too. So yeah, um, yeah, take that, James Cameron. Um, <laughs> Finally, but well, he'll be waiting <laughs> thirty years or so. Well, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I, I mean, I think you made a good point with the director, though. That's kind of where a lot of my faith is right there because he's. This is not a hack. Of a person, no. this is somebody who makes quality films. So yeah. um, knowing that he felt like he could continue with this and make something that would do himself proud, but also do the franchise proud, you know, you got to have faith in that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think the trailer, like you were saying, Christian, is probably one of the most beautiful trailers I've ever seen. To be honest, yeah. not just like Marvel, yeah. um, the way that they. Um, really, you know, the, the way attributed, you know, Chadwick, um, I got, I'm not going to lie. I got misty eyed. Yes, I got just, it was so emotional. And when you have someone like Angela Bassett up there, like just delivering those lines, the way that she does about her family being gone and all this stuff, like, man, like it just like, yeah, she's not just talking about T'Challa at that point. She's talking about others as well, but it just hits you. And oh, Again, we I think me and you, Christian, talked about this a little bit, but like she deserves an Oscar for everything she does. <laughs> There's yeah. that scene in the trailer. I'm like, give this woman an Oscar, like give her an Oscar. You know, she deserves like 
so emotional, so raw, so just so beautiful. The whole trailer is beautiful. And I was talking to one of my buddies and he was like, well, dude, it's just a bunch of people being sad. And I'm like, well, yeah, but it's it, there's a there's a reason behind the sadness. Like yeah. it's this big cultural moment that happened, you know, even to us, right? Like it happened oh, to the, the community at large and just everybody and and how hard that hit people and how shocking it was for people. Um and I, you know, I've talked about this before on podcasts, but like my idea of like seeing superheroes in danger or in pain or whatever, I hate that because they're supposed to be bigger than us, better, you know, stronger than us. Um, but then you hear something like this happening, and it's like Black Panther, you know, <laughs> has died of cancer. Like, like that's listen, I'm an adult, I know the difference between acting and a character. But that hit me hard on so many different levels, and it hit my son on different levels, and it's like this is a cultural milestone moment that happened and they're paying tribute to that. And it's beautiful. It's amazing. I cannot, this movie has skyrocketed to the top of my list. Um, I know we had that conversation about black Adam versus black Panther a few weeks ago. Um, and obviously my answer is still black Panther, like yeah. especially after seeing the trailer, like yeah. nothing can beat it. And, and I think it's going to make a lot a lot of money. I think, this movie, <laughs> I think it's going to be one of Marvel's biggest. I think I, I don't. I don't think it'll get endgame numbers, but I think it will. It's going to be massive. So I mean, the first Black Panther was like the biggest Marvel solo movie, box yeah. office wise, right? Until I yeah. think Spider Man, right? Right. Um, do you think the hype for this will? Do you a? Do you think that it'll beat the first movie? Yeah, and, easily. Do you think it'll catch up to Spider-Man? I think Spider-Man is like unattainable. Like that's crazy. Yeah, that's you know, no way home, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that was a whole other cultural movement that happened, right? Like that was that was something that we had never seen before. Like that was something. And always wanted to. Yeah, and always wanted to, right? So I think I think that one's still going to have a certain resonance to it, and I don't think anything's really going to hit that number. Um, But I think. Like you said, I think that the, the first Black Panther did really well. It was the best solo Spider-Man, or I'm sorry, um, Marvel movie ever yeah. opening. Um, and I think this one's just going to do those numbers again. I think Black Panther himself is a cultural character, right? Like he's, I keep on saying the word cultural, but he yeah, is. No, it absolutely is. I mean, like when the, yeah. the trailer dropped, you know, all over YouTube, all over TikTok, we were watching people like, filming their reactions to the trailers you know like people were crying like <laughs> like full-on crying and like i get that because you know i i kind of got emotional watching it too you know it is mm-hmm. um uh i don't know i i i i think there, there's a lot of hype for this and i think Absolutely. this might be this will easily be the best or most successful and, and I, uh, marvel movie of the year and and i do think that it's going to i do th- you know it comes out in november way of water comes out in december I do think it's going to overpower. I mean, I do think it's going to make more money than Avatar this year. I it's really gonna, do. Oh, agreed. Avatar yeah. head on. It's going to beat out Avatar. Avatar is going to make money. This is a whole other podcast. Sorry, go ahead. No, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. But no, I, I think, I think it's gonna, it's gonna do really well. Well, yeah, yeah, and I think it's gonna do well, especially like, like what you mentioned, Kevin. When Chadwick Boseman died, like it, it mm-hmm. hit the entire you know pop culture community i think we all can remember where we were when we found out that news i was getting popcorn at a drive-in mm-hmm. and i remember looking at my phone and seeing everything just blow up yeah. and I, it yeah it was shocking 
we were on the way to go visit my kids at the in-laws and I, 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 I read the news. We we're driving in the car and I just like, I talked to my wife about it and she was cool. And like I, and on the drive there, she was driving. I started crying. Like, she was like, are you okay? I was like, like, I just, I didn't, I just lost it. Like, I was like, this is, he was so young. Like he. It's such a shock. Nobody, none of us knew, you know. And I was like, not only is he, is he one of, you know, he's, he's super young, but you know, he's T'Challa, he's Black Panther. Like he's this superhero. Like it's just all these things just hit me at once. And I was like, man, like I cried. Like the first celebrity death. I, I mean, I'm really sad when all these people die, but this one like hit me on a level that was, I was not prepared for at all. Um, I, I mean, like 2020, man, like, 2020 <laughs> yeah. was just, you know, like the year started off so crazy because we lost Kobe that I didn't think that one hit me like really yeah. hard being like a lifelong yeah. Laker fan um, and being from Southern California, living here my whole life. Um, that was crazy. We had the fires in, in Australia going on, um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously the pandemic hit and then losing Chadwick, like 2020 just sucked. Like and it just I think it just took so much from us. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'll have to say yeah, Spider Man is the only movie I've seen of all of them that are good, even the cartoon multiverse. Thing. Yes, that's the best one. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it, it is. Yeah. Spider oh, yeah. into the Spider Verse. It's amazing. It, it's probably what it's in the top probably two best comic book movies of all time. Not just animated, just yeah. comic book yeah. movies. Easily. It's yeah. so well written. It's so well done. Yeah, it and makes me nervous back. about the sequel because I just I feel yeah. like you know we 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 were talking about Warner Brothers and I think like Sony has a problem with green lighting too many things too. Um, I feel like Into the Spider Verse kind of just went under the radar. Like like people up top weren't mm-hmm. paying attention to it, and they they were just able to make this really brilliant movie that they yeah. wanted to make. And now that it was so successful, I feel like everybody's eyes are on it now. And I feel like I'm just hoping that they're not going to intervene and just let right. them make this movie that needs to be made again. Yeah, don't put your hand in there. Don't try to <laughs> yeah, make it better. Exactly. Yeah. Like, All right, well, yeah, we don't need demands of like, we need to tie into other stuff. Just let it be. Agreed. Well, it's been a really fun conversation. I do want to shoot a reminder right now. Congrats to Debu Kun Teriori from Instagram for winning our July giveaway. Reach out to us and we'll make sure we get that prize pack sent to you right away. Um, I want to thank everybody for joining us today. I want to thank Kevin and Christian for joining me on this fun conversation. We jumped through so many topics um, and I was still able to take a few steps at Iron Man 3. So that's really, really a good point. We're having our conversation. We're going to have our conversation, man. We're going to have the conversation. We're going to have the throwdown. Well, we also need to have the conversation about how Charlie Day is a horrible actor. And then, you know, and then why Peacemaker, do we have to go there and talk about this, too? Oh, we, we do need to talk about Peacemaker. <laughs> Other thing that we need to talk about? Oh, man. I'm Last Jedi. We got we all of them ready. Big debates to have to happen. See, all these things. Yeah, yeah. Last Jedi. Yeah. Shit, oh, we'll have it. We'll have it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I want to remind everybody, Fantastic Four casting call articles up at pastramination.com. Go ahead and cast your Fantastic Four uh, actors and actresses in there. Let us know who you want, and we're going to talk about that on a future podcast. Uh, visit pastramination.com for news, reviews, and more. And make sure you follow us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and TikTok. So make sure you find us and follow us. 
All right, everybody. Um, oh, thank you actually for tapping their hat. Uh, real quick, um, just our, you know, peace, rest Scully. in peace to Vince Scully, the oh, literally yeah. the voice of baseball, like yeah. literally, like the man is a legend. Um, you, we know as people get older, it's going to happen. It doesn't make it hurt any less. You know, it hit like a ton of bricks scene when Vince Scully passed. So rest in peace, sir. Um, I mean, the world, not only the world of baseball, the world in general will never forget you. And basically what we're doing now is because of people like him, right? Yeah. Pioneers being able to talk to microphones. and, and Absolutely. Their passions, you know. I, I, I grew up in California. I, I wish to one day have that passion. Yeah. He it, was the man. Exactly. Like, it's really hard to accomplish that level. But um, we could do it, guys. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But thank you, Vin. Yeah. Thank you for paving that road for... You know, little small potatoes like us, so we can go out there and talk about mm -hmm. pop culture and exactly Godfathers of toys and all that. <laughs> all right, well, we will see you in two weeks. You'll probably see Brick Therapy next week, and yes. thank you all for joining us. All right, everybody, take care. Have a good night. See you guys. Bye, guys. Oh.